This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of May 30th. In addition to discussing the latest COVID-19 information, we'll also be covering updates on the evolving monkeypox situation. In this episode, I'll discuss findings from three MMWR reports. The first report examines CDC's emergency response to a multi-state monkeypox outbreak. The second report describes COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and deaths among Alaskan Native people. And the last report highlights pediatric melatonin poisonings in the United States over the last decade. Monkeypox is a rare disease that regularly circulates in several Central and West African countries. Previous cases in people outside Africa have often been linked to international travel to the affected countries or imported animals. In the first report, the Massachusetts Department of Public Health confirmed the presence of monkeypox in a Massachusetts resident on May 18, 2022. Since the initial U.S. patient was identified, CDC scientists have helped to identify additional patients with monkeypox in multiple U.S. states. Additionally, over 28 countries that don't normally have monkeypox circulating have reported cases to the World Health Organization. The majority of cases in the global outbreak are among gay, bisexual, or other men who have sex with men. Patients with monkeypox typically experience a fever within two weeks after infection, followed a few days later by a skin rash that may spread from one area of the body to another. The rash, which may look like pimples or blisters, progresses over time and eventually scabs. A person is considered infectious from the beginning of their symptoms until all the scabs have fallen off and a fresh layer of healthy skin has formed underneath. Monkeypox spreads between people primarily through direct skin-to-skin contact with infectious lesions or scabs. It also can be spread by respiratory secretions during prolonged face-to-face contact or from contaminated materials like bedding, clothing, or surfaces. People with symptoms of monkeypox, such as characteristic rashes, should contact their healthcare provider to be evaluated. Alaskan Native American Indian people in the United States face health disparities, including being disproportionately affected by COVID-19. Alaskan Native people face serious health and healthcare challenges. 90% of Alaska's land area is inaccessible by road, and about half of the state's Alaskan Native population lives in these remote rural areas. In the second report, investigators analyzed COVID-19 cases reported to the Alaska Department of Health and Social Services to assess disparities among Alaskan Native people compared to white people. During March 2020 to December 2021, the rate of COVID-19 cases among Alaskan Native people was more than twice the rate among white people. The rate of hospitalizations and death from COVID-19 among Alaskan Native people was approximately three times the rate among white people. Overall, Alaskan Native people accounted for about 25% of Alaska's COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations and more than 28% of COVID-19-associated deaths. Working with Alaskan Native communities on prevention, including vaccination and treatment, is critical to reducing disparities. 
public health efforts that partner with Alaskan Native tribal nations and communities are critical to reducing COVID-19-associated disparities. Melatonin is a dietary supplement that is regulated by the Food and Drug Administration and is widely available as an over-the-counter sleep aid for adults and children. Because of its widespread use and growing popularity as a sleep aid, children are at increased risk for melatonin exposure. In the last report, investigators assessed melatonin poisoning among children and adolescents aged 19 years and younger. From 2012 to 2021, the annual number of melatonin poisonings reported to poison control centers increased by 530%, with a total of 260,000 poisonings. The largest increase occurred during the COVID-19 pandemic. Pediatric hospitalizations and serious outcomes due to melatonin poisonings have also increased during the last decade, primarily due to increases in unintentional ingestions among children five years and younger. Five children required mechanical ventilation and two died. Parents should be advised regarding the safe storage and appropriate use of melatonin. And healthcare providers should be aware of the increasing risk of exposure to melatonin and its adverse effects in children. Consumers and healthcare professionals should report any melatonin product-related adverse events to MedWatch, the FDA's Medical Product Safety Reporting Program. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.